Green is brought to you by Galinda Moser of Remax Living. Hello, I'm Glynis Crook. Welcome to Being Green, coming to you from Paul, where the Worldwide Fund for Nature is celebrating the fact that 50 Cape wine farms are now recognized as conservation champions. As we know, the bulk of the country's winemaking is based in the Cape Winelands, a vast area stretching from the coastal region all the way up to the Little Karoo. And this industry has seen massive growth since the early 2000s, with some 92,000 hectares of vines currently producing wine grapes. But with this expansion came concerns that the vineyards were encroaching on our two unique biodiversity hotspots, the Cape Floral Kingdom and the succulent Karoo. So the WWF decided to partner with farm owners who are effectively custodians of the land and are therefore able to ensure that the natural areas are protected. Justin Smith, head of WWF South Africa's Business Development Unit. We're trying to really grow the recognition of the incredible biodiversity of this area so we don't want to damage that. And we'd also want to make sure that there's a real resource efficiency focus from the wine farm. So using less water, less energy, and making sure that they don't pollute the environment through pesticides and chemical use that's not compatible with this area. A sentiment echoed by the conservation champions. Biodiversity is very important to Kluvenberg, especially with the fact that we have the Renosafelt and the Feinbos. There's not a lot of them left. So conserving that for generations is very, very important. If you have nature in balance, uh, you can actually let nature help you to fight a lot of the problems that you have in a vineyard. The initial interest in the conservation agenda was to give ourselves a marketing edge. However, as time progressed, we realized that more and more you mimic the processes of nature, the better your farming becomes. The manager of WWF's fruit and wine program, Shelley Fuller, says the partnership began in the early 2000s when a study highlighted concerns that the vineyards were threatening the Cape Floral Kingdom. If gone unchecked, agriculture was going to outcompete the natural area, which is actually the foundation of what the farms require. So fresh, clean water, healthy soils, pollinators... So the wine industry realized that and wanted to manage it so that the industry could be sustainable into the long term. So the initiative with wine farmers aims both to protect the natural habitat but also to promote environmentally sustainable farming practices. Victor Sterling, one of the owners of Delheim, says an important step the farm took about 15 years ago was to create corridors of plants between the vines. A vineyard is a very sterile environment, so snakes, mice, butterflies, worms can't really survive in a vineyard because there's just the vines and a bit of cover crops. If you create corridors like what we've done, you suddenly have a home for them all to go to. Snakes can make holes in the ground, other insects can live in the dead tree stumps, and you have an environment where insects, animals can habitat and at the end of the day come out into the vineyard and then take out the insects that you have in your vineyard and create a balance between the insects and the natural environment that's next door to the vineyard. So what we found at Delheim especially because we have so much fainbos and all these corridors that, that we have not had to spray for insects for the last 10 years because our corridors have become so effective and insects and predators that can go out into the vineyard and actually take out the insects that you don't want there, which are damaging your crop. Shelley Fuller says farming practices have changed over the years. 
certainly um, in the fruit and wine industry, there's been a significant shift to be more regenerative, to restore the land, to bring nature back in between the vineyards and the orchards because there, there are so many benefits. That returns a lot of nutrients back to the soil, much more than if it was just um, a clean row between the vineyards, which is what it used to be. Now it's actually more about saving water, covering the soil, returning back the nitrogen and the nutrients and also clearing the natural areas, the mountain catchments of those thirsty trees. So the invasive alien trees, then you see the streams flowing and the dams are fuller than they have been and being able to find that balance that you just farm what's necessary and more efficiently. You're not taking too much out of the system. In our walk through the vines, Bridget Johnson, the environmental officer at Fondling Wine, explains how they have built humps to prevent erosion on the mountain slopes. Very few farmers know how to correctly construct what is called a drainage hump for draining water away, stormwater. And what happens on granitic soils like we have is that the small grains of granite tend to wash very quickly into a gully uh, once they are carried in water. They become very erosive. And so the uh, correct construction of a hump that's not going to wash away in a big storm is vital. And so we showed the various participants in this workshop how these are built with uh, using logs that are wired together, submersed in a trench and then covered with soil. And as Shelley says, taking care of the environment is ultimately a win-win situation for nature, the farmers and consumers. We've seen in the last few years with the drought that fine balance between over-extraction and using too much of the natural resource how we really need to to manage that balance quite carefully. And so these are the leaders in terms of environmental sustainability, but also in terms of conserving nature and actually bringing these stories back in to how they're selling their wine and, and advising and really informing the consumers. To find out which wine farms are involved, I suggest you Google WWF Conservation Champions List. There's also an app you can download or you can look for the Sugarbird and Proteo logo on wine bottles. Well, that's it for this week, but just one last quick thing. If you heard my interview two weeks ago about the new rule that will require municipalities in the Western Cape to divert 50% of organic waste from landfills by 2022 and 100% by 2027, I'm still trying to get someone from the council to come onto the show to tell us what the plans are for the city of Cape Town. Till next time, from me, Glynis Crook, take care and goodbye. Being Green was brought to you by Galinda Moser of Remax Living. Ask not what your community can do for you. Ask what you can do for your community. At Remax Living Real Estate, our ethos is built on giving back. From sponsoring music broadcasts to FMR's Being Green, our focus is on making your world more harmonious and our planet more sustainable. So when it comes to choosing a real estate partner, don't go for anything less than people who are maximum givers. Galinda Moser from Remax Living Real Estate. If-